I make this podcast as a Mino Kuyo. I offer it out of my devotion to the three treasures of the Buddhism of the sowing and express my gratitude for their beneficence. Nam myoho renge kyo. And in the words of High Priest Nikan Shonen, <clears throat> quote, I myself constantly chant Daimoku, praying not to fall into the 14 slanders of arrogance, negligence, arbitrary, egotistical judgment, shallow, self-satisfied understanding, attachment to earthly desires, lack of seeking spirit, disbelief, aversion, deluded doubt, vilification, contempt, hatred, jealousy, and grudges, and that I may correctly practice the true Buddhism of Nichiren Daishonin together with you. nam myo renge kyo nam myo renge kyo nam myo renge kyo Welcome back, friends, to another edition of Soka Gakkai, Becoming Nichiren Shoshu Member. I'm your host, Zanzan. This podcast is created in direct refutation of the Soka Gakkai's counterfeit object of worship and counterfeit doctrines and anything Daisaku Ikeda. It's just refuting all of it. I, I love the feeling. And it's, you know, it's kind of my own way to try to repay my debt of gratitude to the true Buddha Nichiren Daishonin, the Buddha of Kwan Ganjo, Buddha of limitless joy and intrinsically perfect wisdom. Okay, <clears throat> yeah, I used to be part of the Soka Gakkai for 10 years, for those who don't know. I was a leader a couple times, wound up marrying a leader and having a child. And then we both uh, decided to ask more questions than they could answer and decided both to return to the original spirit of the founder, which is only found in Nichiren Shoshu, the orthodox school of Nichiren Daishonin's Buddhism. The SGI has changed very much. <laughs> Uh, just in the last 10, 10, 12 years, it's changed the prayer book again. They removed the Daigo Honzon, which is the source of Nam Kyo's power. They want you to think that you're the source, that you are the end-all, be-all, that you're the final authority. That's what they want you to think. But that is more like religious science. That's more like Wicca and shamanism, and it's just really not Buddhism after that. The prayer book doesn't even say Nichiren Buddhism anymore. It says Liturgy of the Soka Gakkai. So it's, it's pr practically a new religion. It's, but it keeps changing so much. You've reached me, you've uh, joined me again at Cafe Mario. I'm going to have some, some coffee here. Okay, now, I'm going to be reading from Nichiren Shoshu Monthly, September 2004. We're getting back in the Buddhist time machine. Do, 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 do. This is going to be page six. A summer study Tozan lecture. <clears throat> oh, another thing. Tozan. A pilgrimage to the head temple. The SGI wants you to not go on Tozan. They don't want you to go to Taisekiji, the source of Nami Horinge Kyo's power. People have been chanting there for over 750 years, and the Soka Gakkai says, don't go there. Instead, they want you to go to the Florida Nature and Culture Center, which is their little getaway where they have special brainwashing sessions, and you get given all these papers and things, and none of it really changes your life. You just, you're like, oh, what, what am I doing here? There's nice food, I mean, kind of. <laughs> and there's, there's uh, a 24-hour chanting room. It's, it's a counterfeit object in there, though. It's one that was not made or sanctioned by a high priest of Nichiren Shoshu, so it doesn't have that living essence, you know. It doesn't have what it's supposed to have to help you attain what you've never attained before. And instead, your desires just get amplified. Although, we're going to read about Tozon here a little bit. 
Hey, this is called Protecting the Daishonin's True Law with Daily Practice by Reverend Myoyu Urushibata, Vice Chief Priest of Myorenji Temple. Again, this is back in 2004. Quote, <clears throat> Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Gyoyu Urushibata. I would like to thank the many members here today for traveling so far from overseas nations. By overcoming differences in nationality, language, customs, and climates, many Nichiren Shoshu believers sharing the same goal of peace, happiness, and Kosen Rufu are gathered here at Head Temple Taisekiji, where the Dai Gohonzon of the High Sanctuary is enshrined. I strongly feel that Nichiren Daishonin's true Buddhism is spreading steadily throughout the world. I am currently serving as the Vice Chief Priest of Myorenji Temple, which is about a 10-minute walk from here. As some of you may know, Myorenji has a history extending more than 700 years. The present temple was built about 200 years ago. The style is traditional Buddhist architecture, the building surrounded by cedar trees. In addition to being a very old temple, it is extremely spacious. It is also cold in the winter and extremely humid. It has been about two years since I came to serve at Myorenji Temple. When I am offering Gongyo alone in the Kyakuden reception hall, I can feel the presence of the many priests whose names are unknown to us, who protected Myorenji Temple during its history. The benefit of the abundant Daimoku chanted by these nameless priests has soaked into the old pillars and each of the old ceiling panels of the Kyakuden. I am profoundly touched by this and awestruck to be performing Gongyo in such a place, filled with the benefit of their Daimoku. I believe I have this special feeling because Myorenji is an ancient temple. The same thing can be said about our head temple, Taisekichi. I feel strongly that the benefit of the Daimoku chanted by the priesthood and lady for the past 700 years has soaked into the Sanmon Gate, the Miedo, the cobblestones on the Sando main walkway. Each cedar tree and all the grasses and trees on the grounds of Taisekichi. The Daishonin states in reply to Lord Shijokingo, quote, This place is just the same. It is the place of the cluster of blessings, where Buddhas and Bodhisattvas dwell. The blessings of the Lotus Sutra, which I have so long recited, must be vaster even than the sky. Thus, by having come here frequently year after year, it is certain that within this lifetime you will eradicate the karmic hindrances you have accumulated since the beginningless past. You should exert yourself all the more." End quote. Gosho, page 1502. The merit accumulated through the recitation of the sutra and the chanting of Daimoku over the past 700 years has filled Taisekiji, just as it did the Daishonin's humble abode in Manobu where he wrote this gosho. You are now here on a pilgrimage to Taisekiji, where wonderful merit abounds. The minute you set foot on the grounds of Taisekiji, your life is immediately purified. And because you have recited the sutra and chanted Daimoku before the Daigohonzon of the High Sanctuary, your negative causes from the infinite past have been immediately eradicated, and your lives will be filled with boundless benefits. Some of you may have come on this pilgrimage for the first time. I am certain that you are deeply touched by the magnificence of Taisekiji, behind which Mount Fuji, the preeminent symbol of Japan, rises. When a lawyer defending Nichiren Shoshu in a trial against the Sokagakai saw the head temple for the first time, he was very impressed with its magnificence and atmosphere. He said, What Daisaku Ikeda really wants is this head temple, Taisekiji. Are you aware that there are many Buddhist sects in Japan? Each sect possesses its own large temple that is called its head temple. However, among all these head temples, not one surpasses the magnificence and beauty of Taisekiji. 
As you walk through the main gate, you see Mount Fuji soaring to the northeast. When you reach the Sanmang Gate, turn and see Suruga Bay in the distance. Notice that tower lanterns line both sides of the main walkway. Soon you see the Kyakuden reception hall and Daibo to your left. Go straight ahead through the Nitenmon Gate to reach the Miedo. <clears throat> to the east stands the five-story pagoda, and behind the Miedo stands the Huando in all its glory. No other head temple anywhere in Japan is as magnificent as this. In fact, even compared to Buddhist temples or other churches around the world, I think no, no, excuse me, I think no other place has the impressive appearance and atmosphere of Taisekiji. In the past, I lived in the Kansai district of Japan, home of the head temples of many Buddhist sects. For my education, I visited the head temple of the Tendai sect, Mount Hiai, the head temple of the Shingon sect, Mount Koya, the head temple of Nimbutsu, Honganji Temple, the head temple of the Zen sect, Aiheiji Temple, and so on. I also visited the head temple of the Minobu sect. The compounds are crowded with buildings and are poorly organized. The atmosphere of these temples is uniformly gloomy. I realize that there is no temple that surpasses Taisekiji. I once passed by Sokogakai's Makaguchi Memorial Hall in Hochioji. The building is lavish, reflecting Ikeda's wealth, but there is no feeling of history there. Furthermore, there is no atmosphere reflecting the merit of Daimoku chanted by many people over time. I declare absolutely that no one can practice seriously in such a building. No matter how badly Ikeda wants it, he will never obtain the soul of Nichiren Daishonin, the Daigohonzon of the High Sanctuary, the lifeblood heritage of the law, the head temple Taisekiji, and the 700-year history of Nichiren Shoshu protecting the law. Ikeda himself probably knew this best. Therefore, he wanted to dominate Nichiren Shoshu to gain control of Taisekiji, no matter what the cost or the consequences. The decisive steps taken by the high priest thwarted this twisted ambition. However, I also think that the merit of Daimoku that permeates Taisekiji caused the expulsion of this tremendously arrogant slanderer from the head temple. In 1997, Nichiren Shoshu expelled all the members of the Sokogakai and their connection to the true law was severed. All of us gathered here today must build a peaceful world through wide propagation of the true law. We must protect the Daishonin's true law, focusing on the high priest and the 700-year-old history of Nichiren Shoshu. This mission is truly important and worthy of respect. What should we do now to protect this Buddhism and propagate it around the world? The believers of each country should advance in Shakabuku, working toward 2009, celebration of the 750th anniversary of revealing the true doctrine through the submission of the Rishon Kokoron. We must not stagnate. Stagnation is the same as retreating. We cannot maintain the constant perpetuation of the law or the advancement of Kosen Rufu if we are not constantly progressing. The world is in chaos and disorder, fighting between ethnic groups, clashes arising from cultural differences and strife caused by religious differences are endless. Islamic fundamentalists, terror terrorists, and extremists of other faiths engender conflict all over the world in service of their heretical teachings. In this era of war, how can we, who believe in the Daishonin's Buddhism, be a part of this chaotic world? The Daishonin states in the Rishon Kokoron, quote, Therefore you must quickly reform the tenets that you hold in your heart and embrace the one true vehicle. The, one, the single good doctrine of the Lotus Sutra. If you do so, then the threefold world will all become the Buddha land. And how could a Buddha land ever decline? The regions in the ten directions will all become treasure realms. And how could a treasure realm ever suffer harm? 
if you live in a country that knows no decline or diminution, in a land that suffers no harm or disruption, then your body will find peace and security, and your mind will be calm and untroubled." End quote. Gosho, page 250. When all people uphold the Daishonin's true law and pray for peace, the Buddha's land will materialize and the people will surely live peacefully. This is our goal. However, there are many religions and each one of them insists that it is correct. There is always fighting. This is reality. That is why we need to do shakabuku. The Daishonin states in the orally transmitted teachings, quote, our great aspiration is to propagate the Lotus Sutra, end quote, Gosho, page 1749. He also states in the Rishon Kokoron, quote, but it is not enough that I alone should accept and have faith in your words. We must see to it that others are well, that others as well are warned of their errors. End quote. Gosho, page 250. We propagate the true law not only for ourselves, but also for all humanity. We follow the Daishonin's guidance to lead all people to the true law and conduct shakabuku to create a peaceful world. Now I would like to talk about shakabuku. There is a book titled Paparagi which is a collection of speeches by the tribal leader from the South Pacific Islands of Samoa. In it, he says, quote, there is not much advantage to merely reaching a destination, end quote. Let's imagine a peaceful life in the paradise of the South Pacific, where time goes by slowly. When we can see the blue ocean of Samoa, the coconut palms and the white sand, it is the kind of life we envy, living at a relaxed, unrushed pace. I think that this kind of pace can also be good for us, Many of us are constantly pressed for time and we would, be, we would build up stress. Excuse me, and we build up stress. There never seems to be a single moment when we have a peace of mind. We are told to be one day faster or even one minute faster. We feel that if we do not reach our destinations faster than others and do not accomplish our goals as soon as possible, we will lose our competitive edge and will be left behind. We worry like this. Most of us live like this. It seems to me that the Samoan tribal chief's way of thinking, that there is not much advantage to merely reaching a destination, teaches us something very important that we have all forgotten. We do not have to rush that much in our lives. Let us go slowly. There is also another significant point here. Our goal is not merely to reach the destination, making necessary preparations, choosing the proper path, the experiences we have while traveling, and the process of travel all have great meaning. Finding this meaning and experiencing it enriches our lives. For example, those of you who gathered here in 2002 had also participated in the ceremonies commemorating the 750th anniversary of the establishment of true Buddhism in your home countries. What is truly worthy of respect is the fact that each one of you sincerely exerted yourselves. It was extremely important that the Nichiren Shoshu believers around the world united to make their very best efforts for the 750th anniversary of the establishment of true Buddhism during that time, a Japanese Hokeiko member said, I probably would not have visited members this diligently if it hadn't been for the Tozon. I also wouldn't have thought to so seriously about chanting Daimoku and performing Shakabuku, and I wouldn't have taken action. Many people nodded in agreement as they listened to her. I thought that she was right. This also applies to you who are here today. You can recall the hardships and obstacles that you experienced during that time, and now feel pride and confidence knowing you overcame them. This is the meaning of the statement, quote, the process of the journey is more important than quickly reaching the destination, end quote. I think we can say this about Shakabuku as well. Kosen Rufa means to allow everyone to uphold the true law. We need to accomplish Shakabuku individually and make sure the new members grow in faith. It is important to accomplish Shakabuku completely, taking whatever steps are necessary to do so. The Daishonin states in Bodies and Minds of Ordinary Beings, quote, dew drops accumulate to form a stream 
and streams accumulate to form the great ocean. Particles of dust accumulate to form a mountain, and mountains accumulate to form Mount Sumeru. In the same way, trifling matters accumulate to become grave ones." End quote. Gosho, page 1216. We must start by dealing with the small matters to accomplish a specific Shakabuku goal. The accumulation of these small matters becomes the foundation for accomplishing great endeavors. When each of us accumulates these small efforts, and the number of people becomes ten, what is going to happen? By the time it becomes 20, 30, and 50, it becomes a mighty force leading to great results. What are the small efforts needed to accomplish such a great goal? I have several ideas. However, in essence, the answer is the establishment of one's own practice. This means that first, we must continue to firmly establish and maintain our own practice. Are you correctly performing morning and evening gongyo, cleaning your altar, offering water, offering rice, and changing the water of your evergreens? Are you doing these things consistently? Are you offering memorial services? Are you trying to make pilgrimage to the head temple? Are you attending the ceremonies at your local temples or area meeting places? The accumulation of these Buddhist practices will open up the great Buddha nature in your lives, whether or not you are consciously aware of it. High Priest Nikan Chonin gave us guidance on the benefit of Shodai. Quote, we should have the conviction that when we constantly chant Daimoku, humbly receiving the great compassion of the true Buddha, the great and pure power of the Buddha and the law will well up entirely within ourselves. We will receive the great benefits of being fundamentally relieved of our sufferings and given great joy, the accomplishment of our desires, and the eradication of our negative causes." End quote. No, excuse me. Continuing. When we strengthen our own practice, we move into the next stage. High Priest Nikan Shonin states, quote, When we pour a large amount of water into a cup and continue pouring, the cup will overflow. Likewise, when the benefit of Nyoho and chanting Daimoku completely permeate our lives, we will manifest an appearance that will show others the benefit of the mystic law. The, the sutra states, quote, The benefit this 50th person receives by rejoicing upon hearing the sutra is immeasurable. End quote. When we shakabuku with this strong sense of mission, our thoughts will reach the person whom we shakabuku. When believers filled with this conviction increase in numbers, the Hokeiko can form a solid foundation, and this circle of people will grow. Those shakabuku by these people will grow in faith. This is the meaning of the Daishonin's golden words, quote, trifling matters accumulate to become great ones, end quote. Now I would like to introduce the experience of a Japanese member. This woman was working with someone who passed away just before she was ready to take faith. This saddened the member. However, the deceased lady's husband said that he would practice. Then he received Gojikai and Gohonsong. This is not an unusual story. This woman, however, concluded her experience by saying, I felt a tremendous force pushing me and helping me accomplish Shakabuku. And we call this Myo no Shoran. When we devote ourselves with thoughtful hearts to conduct Shakabuku for another person's sake, the Daishonin observes our behavior. He knows our hopes and wishes and watches over us. He will give us support to help us accomplish Shakabuku. This woman's words were for me an example of this principle in action. I'm sure we have all had I'm sure we all have Shakabuku experiences such as this. Shakabuku can be accomplished because the Daishonin is constantly looking upon us and providing us with support so that still another person can take faith in true Buddhism. The important point of this experience is the feeling of a great force. The Daishonin gives us support and enables us to do Shakabuku. Since we can accomplish Shakabuku thanks to the support we receive from the Daishonin, we will treasure the new member and help him or her to grow in faith and practice. If we did not, we would need to apologize to the Daishonin. Since this woman certainly felt this way, she would take good care of her Shakabuku member, helping him grow in faith and practice. Taking care of one person, helping one person to cultivate faith and practice, arises from humility and recognizing the Daishonin's assistance. 
This humility arises from deep faith and practice, which result from the accumulation of the small aspects of training that I mentioned earlier. The Daishonin wrote to Shijo Kingo, quote, Since childhood I, Nichiren, have never prayed for the secular things of this life, but have single-mindedly sought to become a Buddha. Of late, however, I have been ceaselessly praying for your sake to the Lotus Sutra, Shakyamuni Buddha and the God of the Sun, for I am convinced that you are a man who can inherit the soul of Lotus Sutra, end quote. Goes to page 1179. Since Shicho Kingo was a person who inherited the soul of the Lotus Sutra, the Daishonin prayed ceaselessly to the numerous benevolent heavenly deities who vowed to protect the votary of the Lotus Sutra. The Daishonin told Kingo that he treasured him and was concerned about his well-being. When one has accomplished Shakabuku and people join Nichiren Shoshu, the new believers become the successors to the Daishonin's Buddhism. They are the believers who will propagate and transmit the Daishonin's Buddhism to future generations. They will all become followers of the Bodhisattvas of the earth and worthy of respect. Therefore, the mission of the person who does shakabuku is to take care of the new believers, no matter what kind of persons they may be, until they cultivate solid faith and practice. Two years ago, Nichiren Shoshu welcomed the 750th anniversary of the establishment of true Buddhism. We expressed our sincere appreciation for the Buddha's compassion by conducting anniversary ceremonies with many believers who have received and upheld the true law, gathering here from all over the world. This was only possible because the Daishonin acknowledged our practice and made it possible. I think that each one of us accumulated precious experiences through the great gathering of the 750th anniversary of the establishment of true Buddhism. As Nichiren Shoshu priests and lay believers, we must have the conviction that when we wish, pray, and take action, thanks to the Buddha's wisdom, we can definitely accomplish anything. We have now made a fresh start toward the 750th anniversary of the submission of the Rishon Kokoron in 2009. This year's designation is the year of refuting heresy and revealing the truth. We have set our goal for this year. Presently for us in Nichiren Shoshu, refuting heresy means refuting the Soka Gakkai, which is the worst evil, more so than the Nimbutsu, the Shingon sect, Christianity, or Islam. We, the priesthood and lady of Nichiren Shoshu, are the only ones who know all too well the danger, dangerous characteristics of the Soka Gakkai. Now is the time to expose these characteristics, the duplicity and the lies of the Soka Gakkai to society, as well to do the Soka, as well as to the Soka Gakkai members themselves. I will conclude my lecture by quoting the Daishonin and the Gosho, a sage and an unenlightened man. Quote, but, at the pres but the present age is a defiled one, because the minds of people are warped and twisted, and provisional teachings and slander alone abound. The true law cannot prevail in times like these. It is useless to practice the reading, reciting, copying, the Lotus Sutra, or to devote oneself to the me methods and practices of meditation. One should practice only Shakabuku, and if he has the capacity, use his influence and authority to destroy slander of the law and his knowledge of this teaching to refute erroneous doctrines. Thank you for listening. That was a lot to digest. I hope you listen to it again if you need to, and call a temple if you have questions. Until next time. Hey there, it's me again. And I want to just remind all of you that I know very little about this Buddhism. I'm reading a lot about it to you all. And I want to just remind everybody that calling the temple is really one of the basic underlying themes of this podcast. Whether you're in Nichiren Shoshu and you haven't called in a while or whether you're a Soka Gakkai and you're looking for answers about what's going on or you, or you actually just want to talk to a priest instead of hearing what other people are saying about them. So if you live in Los Angeles, Nyohoji Temple's phone number is 323-656-2888.
And if you live in San Francisco area, Nyoshinji Temple, the uh, phone number is 510-222-8372. And that's the temple I belong to. Uh, at uh, Nyogyoji Temple in Chicago, that phone number is going to be 630-293-5235. And if you happen to live out in Washington, D.C., that phone number for you for that temple is going to be 301 593-9397 and if you happen to live in New York that temple in Setsuji is going to be 718-961-7269 now I see an H and a 4 there that might be a typo and maybe it's something you need to press. So if you're trying to reach Nyosetsuji, try all of those. Ho, or look up Nyosetsuji on somewhere else. This is off of the HeterinShoshu.org. Honseiji Temple in Hawaii's phone number is going to be 808-235-8486. All right, there you go. You're armed with knowledge. Use it.